Welcome to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show, the weekly mental ed show for high achieving women professionals. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. I am so glad that you are here today and we've got a super special episode with Jess and Amy from Care For It, you guys, which by the way, this book is phenomenal, phenomenal. So Ladies, we are so glad to have you to the show. It's actually our first interview of 2024 with guests on, so it's a little special. But tell us a little bit about um, your journey, your story, and gosh, you guys, just like this this baby, like how does this feel to have this done and out in the world? Does it feel amazing? Because it is amazing. Uh, it feels weird. It's like a roller coaster of emotion because my friends... Uh, like my personal friends will text and be like, oh, I just started reading it. And I'm like, oh my God, you're like reading my diary. That's so, it's one thing for strangers. I'm, to I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, put it down. Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read don't it. Read I'm just kidding. Don't. You read it. You read it. Oh, definitely read it. But like, it's not, let's not make eye contact afterwards. For yeah. Like, every stranger <laughs> for sure read it. But like people in my real life, I'm like, oh, you are going to know so much about me. Yeah. In a week. Yes. But, okay. but thank you for. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I think that's like my, my fear of writing a book. It's like, that's my heart. That's my soul. Those are my diaries like out in the world. Is that, is that scary? Is it empowering? It's terrifying. (laughs) Terrifying. Cause you're literally like, here's my heart. Here's my soul. Here is the best work that I have to offer. Now, please judge it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, It's terrifying. It is empowering. Um, and it's a cool, I mean, it's, it's very like, that's the cool thing. I'm really proud to be able to tell my kids. Yes. I wrote a book that was, it was hard work. I worked really hard on this. Um, but it is, whoo, you are like sending so much of yourself out into the world, yeah, knowing that people not, or, you know, not support it. And you're like, please buy it, but please buy this book. I'm so hurt on it. <laughs> it's so good. So we're going to plug it at the very end, but tell our listeners just a, a glimpse into the overall message of what you both have to share in here, because it truly is such a different approach on friendship and relationship and that authenticity that our souls are craving. It's beautiful. Well, we're both just super passionate about friendship. We mm-hmm. met, we met online and we became friends. And then the more we talked, we realized that we're both just really passionate about friendship. We've both spent long periods of our life feeling really lonely. And we just realized no one's really talking about this in an authentic way. We're talking about, oh, you need friends, but we're not talking about it's hard. It's awkward. We feel anxious. We don't know how to start. Like all those very normal feelings we don't talk about very often. So um, this book, yeah, we wrote, we've written two books actually. And the first book really laid the foundation of friendship, um, how to start, what to do, all those things. And this one really digs deep because we want to answer the harder questions. Like, what do you do in a friend breakup? Um, how do you have grace for yourself and your friends when you're going through something difficult? How do you look inside and become a healthier version of you in order to be a better friend. Mm -hmm. We really dig deep in this one. And we just want to, we want to start the conversation and we want women to know whatever it is you're feeling, whatever it is you're going through, the things that you think are just you, I promise they're not. They're universal. All those things, all those insecurities are things that we all feel. And I think that's half the battle. Half the battle is just saying, 
yes, me too. I feel that way. There's so much freedom in that. There's so much freedom in that. I think that's so beautifully put because I think as adults, especially in this online era, we have this pressure to have all the friends. And it looks like everybody around us has all these incredible, meaningful, life-giving relationships. And then we turn that mirror on ourselves and we're like, what's wrong with us? And so I want to back up Jess or Amy, whoever wants to answer this. How do women today? So our audience is filled with thousands of just really high achieving, highly driven women. And I have heard from so many of them that their journey is so lonely and they are longing for this deep, authentic connection with other women. So I think what you said, Jess, too, is like, it's awkward. It's hard. There's not a, like a playbook for doing this when we become adults because we got kids and career and all these things. So how does she start to, to find that and to really grow that in her life? I think um, first, sorry. I'm so sorry. Me. Just no, she asked you. I'm no, so sorry. No, no, you're good. I think first of all, we just, we have to carve out intentional time. Like we absolutely have to, no matter how busy we are, we have to make intentional time to pursue people, to invest in it. How many hours was it, Amy, that it takes to become a good friend? 150. What? 100 per year? Just yeah. time. Oh, you need to spend oh that many hours together in order to become close friends. I suck. Like, 150? 150. It's a lot. Yeah. So you have to, and it doesn't, I think sometimes we're like, kind of like a crash diet or something where we have to do everything right now, or we're going to start exercising for three hours a day for the rest of our life. And that's not sustainable. We can look at the same thing with friendship. Like, no, I don't have 20 hours to give my friends a week, but I do have a half an hour to catch up with a friend on a phone, on the phone, on my commute home or whatever it is. We, but we have to we have to fit it into our lives and we have to plant seeds in friendship in order to reap that fruit. Cause we need that closeness, especially if we're ever going to go through something difficult. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be trying, like trying to start from scratch at that point, you want invested hours and a knowing, like, I know you, you know, me to go through that with, you know, Amy, yeah. you probably have a, another answer to that question. No, I mean, time is the biggest one. You literally have to carve it out. And it can be something just really small. Like, I think making rituals makes it so much easier. Like, every Wednesday on my drive home, I know I've got 30 minutes. I'm calling this friend and just saying, like, you know, I'm going to call and just kind of making it a regular thing, having a regular coffee. Um, I mean, my friends and I, one of the things that we'll do, and it has really worked for us, is be like, hey, can you get to to school pickup like 20 minutes early? And then we just get in each other's cars and talk for 20 minutes, and then we go get our kids, and it's done. But just whatever works for you, really carving that out and being intentional. And I think also, you just have to learn to be vulnerable. We've all got to, we've all got these, um, like the ghost of girlfriends past. I think that of just kind of like platonic girlfriend um, that have kind of haunted us, that have held us back. Like we've all been rejected. Every, every woman I know has been rejected. She has been through a painful friendship breakup. She has been through something where, you know, a friend walked away or a friend really let them down. And it's hard sometimes to move past that. It's hard to trust people again. And we see that all the time of just women who are like, I made the mistake of having a close friend and she hurt me. I'll never do that again. 
And you kind of have to, it's kind of a situation where you have to choose your heart. It is hard to trust somebody. It is hard to have a genuine deep connection. It's hard to carve out that time, but it's also hard to be lonely. So choose, choose your heart. Um, I always choose connection. I'm going to always choose time with people because like Jess said, I know hard things in my life will happen. I know they will pop up and I want people who are there. I want people who support me and lift me up. I want people bringing me meals and hugging me and knowing who I am and reminding me who I am when I've forgotten. And the only way to have that, you know, um, you can't have a tree without planting the seeds. So it's just about intentionally planting these seeds and watering them. Yes. I love that. I had a, um, a keynote a few weekends ago and we talked, I talked about unmasking and I think that in friendships, it's so easy for us to put up these walls, to put up these masks of protection and it, and it, it blocks us from that vulnerability. And in that vulnerability, we're going to find, like you were saying, that connection and that strength. And I think we've, we've, I, I think, and I know for me, I've been on both sides, right? I've been a friend who has been hurt and also a friend who has hurt and both sides suck. And it's just, yeah having the grace and the humility to learn from that and to move forward with authenticity and we're saying vulnerability and, and strength to, to create and plant those seeds. And, um, how do you, how do you create, cause both of you like are in this professional space and also, you know, moms and friends and all of this, like, how do you create those deep relationships with all of these things going on? Like, I know, like when you're tired, when you're exhausted, like, how would you provide that inspiration to these women who are just like, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. Where does she even go about finding these friends? I just, I would start paying attention to who's, who's already in your life. Maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's um, some, a mom that has just kind of stuck, stuck out to you at school pickup. You're like, I love her. I don't know her, but I love her. You know, like, I would pay attention to who's already in your life. And like I said, just start in baby steps, just start in babies. It's not going to be amazing. The first time, my favorite thing to say is expect awkward. Like if you invite someone like the girl at, um, drop off, if you're like, can we get coffee? The first time might be awkward. And that's, it's probably will be. And that is so normal. Don't take it as a sign. Oh, well, that's not a good fit that we're not a good connection. Just keep do it again. See what happens. Amy's really into pickleball right now. Like carve out some time. You can multitask. Like you don't, oh my gosh. Like what my first journey of friendship was like, can you want to go to Costco with me? I've got to get like a bunch of stuff. Like let's hop in the car together and go to Costco. So it, just make it work for you. I love that. I, I love that. Before we wrap up here, I know it's a power episode today. Um, I love the permission for it to be awkward. I yeah. think that when we pick friends or choose to invest in friends or whatever it is, that we have this idea that's going to be perfect and amazing right away and let it be awkward because it has to grow. It has to develop. It has to evolve. Yes. Yeah. Like we romanticize so much in our culture. I mean, yes. we romanticize yeah. so much. Friendship is something else that we romanticize. And it's, I'm not saying it never happens that you meet somebody for the first time and you're like, man, I really feel a connection there, but you, I mean, the first time you hang out with someone, you don't really know them. Like you don't, you know, it's not necessarily, you're not laying all your cards on the table. 
it takes time to really know them. So before you can really love and trust somebody, it takes a little bit. And it doesn't, oh, like some of my favorite people and my best people, like I'm so happy that I took the time to get to know them because the first time we hung out wasn't magical. It wasn't great, but I knew they were a good person. I knew they were loyal. And so it's just like exploring a little bit further. It's like, um, I don't know, like, you know, like those little kid toys where they like dig the, they're like digging the treasure out of this like, sand thing yeah yeah I'm talking yeah yeah. kind of like that like you've got to spend some time with somebody before you get to their treasure and then when you find out what their treasure is then maybe there's a connection there and then there's you know can just be like a mutual I really like this person I know this person is good I'm going to keep them it doesn't have to be some giant romantic you know fairy tale that it's it's friendship it doesn't have to be that complicated yeah I just love that. <laughs> oh, that's so you guys just gave so many women permission today. So that was beautiful. This was a short and sweet episode. Where can our audience find a copy and get a copy of your book today? Well, you can get it wherever books are sold. Um, I hate to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, <laughs> wherever books are sold. It's here for yeah. it, the good, the bad, and the queso. And you can find us online. We're mainly on Facebook at Sister I Am With You and also Amy Weatherly and Jess Johnston, both on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. And we're going to put a link for the book. Y'all need to get a copy. It is phenomenal in the show notes and all of their social ladies. Thank you so much. I'm going to shoot you an email oh. because I want to stay in touch. You both are amazing. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. Remember, every week is an opportunity for you to grow the leader within. 